Welcome, I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Sarah. I'm a mom of three, partner to Jeremy, pug mom to my teddy boy, and I'm a self-proclaimed hope dealer. My mission is to empower and inspire others to live the life of their dreams and live it to the fullest. I love stories, and I truly believe that through the stories and teaching of others, we find hope and inspiration to become our most authentic self. So get ready to listen, learn, and become anchored in hope. This is the Hope Dealer Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Hope Dealer Podcast. Today I want to share my journey to hope. I think that's a great place to start. So it was about 2011 um, when I was really sparked with hope, I guess you could say. Um, at the time I was working a full-time job. I had my son who was very young and I was miserable. I cried all the way to work. I cried all the way home and I really just was not a happy person. I was extremely discontent. Um, you could say miserable. I didn't realize that life could be different. I thought that you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you make dinner, you put the kids to bed, you watch some TV, you go to sleep, and you wake up and do it all over again. And not a single part of your day is filled with joy or happiness or fun. You sucked it up, you put your big girl pants on, and you lived your life because you needed to pay the bills. And that was very disheartening for me. And it wasn't until I was introduced to direct sales, which um, I was in for a little while. Well, I am still technically in, but not at the level that I was operating my business. But I came into an opportunity to hear from some women and I was blown away. These ladies loved their life. I could cry just thinking about it because in that moment, in my dark little hole, I couldn't even imagine that I had the opportunity to love my life. These women were making amazing money. They were spending time with their families. They were driving free cars. They looked so sharp. I had never seen women who looked like that, who carried themselves with such confidence and who radiated such joy. And in that moment, I was given a glimmer of hope that my life could be different. And so I jumped into that opportunity because I knew if Sarah stayed where she was, it was not going to be good. And so I took a chance on myself. I did start a business in direct sales because I wanted to be around those women. I wanted to have the life that they had. But most of all, I wanted to think the thoughts that they did. I wanted a totally different me. And so something that's really cool is um, something called neuroplasticity. And that is the brain's ability to literally rewire the neural pathways. So you have neural pathways in your brain that look like branches on a tree. And if you are constantly feeding it negativity and cynicism um, and darkness, those branches end up shriveling up. But you have the opportunity and choice to rewire those pathways with positivity and joy and hope and optimism and imagination. And what happens to those neural pathways is that they begin to flourish like a beautiful branch. 
a beautiful garden. I like to imagine a cherry blossom tree. And so I had that visualization in my mind of flourishing. And the only thing that I could ever come back to in that moment was a glimmer of hope. So on this path, I was around women who were just amazing, wealthy, intelligent, wise beyond their years, just blew me away. And I loved it. I was a sponge. I listened to everything they said. One of my mentors said this, and this is like her life quote that she is known by. So if you are in this direct sales business and you're about to hear this quote, you know exactly who I'm talking about. But she said, your life is what it is by the choices you've made or have allowed others to make for you. And that was the first time that I really realized my life is my choice. And if I'm not happy, that's on me. And so I took the steps to um, dive really deep into personal development. I remember being at work on my lunch break and reading Zig Ziglar's Born to Win and um, listening to Tony Robbins and all these people who were in positions that I wanted to be in mentally and just learning from them. And so that kind of just over the past 10 years has compounded. So all those little actions, all the books that you read, all the podcasts that you listen to, all of the ways that you invest in your personal development, they compound into these huge results. And I'm not saying I'm anywhere that I want to be, but I'm so much further than I was 10 years ago. And so over the course of 10 years, I've lost my father. I've had huge life events. I would say probably, so I'm 40 now, which is crazy to me because even looking at me at 40, I'm like, this is 40. I feel so young. But that little block of time between 30 and 39, I'm hoping will be the hardest years of my life. I weathered divorce and babies and jobs and loss and heartache and postpartum depression and all the hard stuff that you never expect that you're going to go through. But the one thing that always anchored me was my hope. Because I knew that when you hold on to hope, you are anchored and you are safe and you are moving forward. You're in a good place. Those neural pathways are blossoming continuously because you know that you know that you know in the little depths of your soul that as long as you have hope, anything is possible. So it was really interesting to me because several years ago, I read Daring Greatly by Brene Brown and fair warning, you will probably hear a lot about her (laughs) on this podcast, but I read her book. I went through a program with one of these mentors for Daring Greatly, learning how to get out of your comfort zone and things like that. But then um, one of my dear friends just gave me the book again and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it in the moment that I had already read this book. But when you read something 10 years ago and then you go back to it, it's like you're learning all these new lessons and you're finding things that you like didn't see before. It's amazing. And, you know, I like to imagine that your life is a puzzle, right? 
there's all these different pieces, there's all these different seasons, a 5,000 piece puzzle all coming together. And then when you take a step back, you're like, wow, I see it. I get it now. I understand why each little piece had its own little meaning and intention. And sometimes it was really frustrating to put the puzzle together. And sometimes it was fun to put the puzzle together. And sometimes you wanted to knock the puzzle off the freaking table, right? Um, But this, if you have Daring Greatly, is on page 239. But rereading this, this just completely jumped out at me. And I had not noticed it the first time around. And so this is from um, the section, The Courage to be Vulnerable. And Brene says that hope is a function of struggle. And so she goes on to quote C.R. Snyder's research on hope. But she says, as it turns out, I was wrong about hope and right about Scrappy and Plan B. And so I look at my life prior to this glimmer, this light that came into my life, this hope. And I'm pretty scrappy. And so I really think that I had to look at plan B and run with it. So she says, according to Snyder, who dedicated his career to studying this topic, hope isn't an emotion. It's a way of thinking or a cognitive process. Emotions play a supporting role, but hope is really a thought process made up of what Snyder calls a trilogy of goals, pathways, and agency. In very simple terms, hope happens when We have the ability to set realistic goals. We are able to figure out how to achieve those goals, including the ability to stay flexible and develop alternative routes, and when we believe in ourselves. So hope is a combination of setting goals, having the tenacity and perseverance to pursue them, and believing in our own abilities. Hope is plan B. And so that's kind of just my little journey to hope journey through hope the past 10 years and why I'm so passionate about calling myself a self-proclaimed hope dealer because I've been through a lot of stuff you guys are going to learn some things about me and um, the people that I surround myself with are extremely important I heard a quote that said if you are the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room so I would implore you the listener who's listening to this if you're looking at your life and you're feeling a little discouraged, and you need hope, figure out who you're going to put yourself in front of. The mind, once stretched, will never go back to its original dimension. So find those people who are going to stretch you. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's going to be amazing for you, for your personal development, for your overall well-being, and for your hope. Hope is a muscle we need to exercise And so I just want to end this episode on that. Something fun that I decided I'm going to do at the end of each episode is share something that's giving me hope right now. And so this might be something a little bit silly, but this will date the podcast for sure. Um, I, what's giving me hope right now is honestly, this is silly. Bob Saget is giving me hope right now. And You know, all the 80s and 90s kids, you're like nodding your head. Yup, Danny Tanner, Second Dad, America's Funniest Home Videos. Like, we grew up with this guy. But what's giving me hope is the outpouring of love that is coming from his community, from everybody 
who has known him, who has been in his space, he created such a positive impact. And not to say that Bob Saget was a hero of sorts, but, you know, when you find out who your heroes really are, it's really neat. And that's what's giving me hope to find out that he was even better. You know what I mean? Like, he just made everybody feel so important. And I have yet to hear anybody say a negative thing about him. So that's giving me hope right now and hope for myself that I hold the capacity to love people in a way that they would speak about me the way that they are about him. Because I think that is the true meaning of a full life is not what you do. It's not what you say. It's how you make people feel and what they remember you for. And so that's what's giving me hope right now. I hope you guys are finding hope in your own life and I can't wait to continue on this adventure, this journey together. So glad that you could be here with me today so that we could listen, learn, and get better together. Until next time, stay anchored, spread hope. See ya! Thank you.